0: Welcome to The Blazers, episode 118. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. I want to thank you for pushing play, and what another great week it's been. Uh, It's been a real tough one for me, actually. Just really trying to get my finger uh, recovered. Uh, We've been on quarantine for a week, and uh, we're now uh, waiting our results for COVID tests. Uh, This is actually our fourth time being on, on quarantine. And it's been hell on this, this time, uh, really haven't been really doing much, trying to just stick at homes, trying to stick it out. Uh, like I said, we're re- uh, awaiting our, our results for this week. Um, I really, really want to get my finger back, uh, and checked on Had to cancel a bunch of appointments. Um, this COVID is nothing to play with and I just hope that everybody is still taking some precautions and you know haven't really seen uh too much on on how things are going um been really really avid on uh reading about you know the vaccine and stuff and seeing exactly what's going on with that and uh how many people are are actually getting the shot and uh, you know it's a record low right now and I'm I'm in a position where I'm like, well, if everybody's not getting it, then maybe I might need to to, to think about getting a shot now. Um, the vaccine it doesn't scare me. It's just I, I really didn't think it was gonna have to go to this. Um, I hope you know in the next week or so, Uh, Once once I get everything cleared, I'll I'll be looking more into to the vaccine. Um, I haven't decided which one I want to go with. Uh, I'll probably end up going with, you know, the Johnson and Johnson. I I don't I really don't want to take multiple shots. Um, And I've heard other uh, bad things about, I guess, the other shots. And to me, it's just one and done. That's all I care about. I I really don't want to keep having to take multiple shots, uh, you know, this is a scary time to live in with, when we have to live with vaccines and we have to live with, um, the fear, you know, um, and it, it's not fear, um, that really gets me the, the, the problem that gets me is that they're forcing people to have to get this shot, you know, and it's scary. It's scary for, um, a lot of reasons, you know, not only am I scared to get COVID, but I'm also scared, um, what the shot might, might, might bring, uh, in the long, in the long term. uh, we still don't know exactly wh- what it, what it might entail. And, you know, I, I, I hear doctors are left and right on the subject, um, but people, you know, are getting the shot and I know already have gotten the shot and I think a lot, a lot more of a percentage of people need to get the shot. And I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe in vaccines. I'm just saying I I need a little bit more information. I need a little bit more. I feel time when it comes to, to a vaccine. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical, but also I'm also aware of what's, what's going on. Um, to me, it's just, I have to really just buckle down and do it. Um, and it's just, it's just because of these instances, you know, four times already that, um, we've came, came, close to contact, um, even felt symptoms as well. And, you know, it's just, I, I feel like it's time and the fear is not going to get me. The The thing that's going to get me is, uh, knowing that <laughs> the, the next time it could be the next time. So hopefully, uh, you know, once we get done with this quarantine, I'll, I'll be looking uh, into making an appointment soon. Um, but also this week, we just been really uh, trying to just use our time wisely. You know, um, like I said, my, we've been on quarantine and trying to just bypass time, um, trying to fulfill, you know, those minutes have been real tough. Um and what's crazy is you know me and my wife uh we don't really go out we haven't been out since you know the pandemic and we've been really just at work and just being at work we've been we've been feeling like we're we're even more at risk and that's what, what's what been scary is you know uh having to work with the public i'm not saying you know uh it, the, the, i think people need to wear masks it's just People need to understand that um, we're still in the pandemic. You know, we're this is not we're not out of it yet, and people are just feeling like you know it's all normal, and and that that's the scary part for me is knowing that people are are thinking it's like a normal normal uh, Wednesday when it's you know you're still seeing people die, you're still seeing the numbers kind of going uh, left and right with these cases, you know, and, and it's, it's it's hard to really just regurgitate and, uh, try to make a good decision. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to be proactive I think when it comes to this and just take the plunge and, you know, I don't feel like I'm being forced to, but I'm also, I'm also taking the precaution. So I'm just going to have to do a little bit more research and, and find out, uh, where and when, uh, and that's definitely the situation now. Uh, but this week we're also uh, fishing a little bit. Um, just Like I said, just trying to keep our, our distance from people and um, just trying to just enjoy the out, outdoors as well. And if you guys haven't been listening to the podcast and this is the first time, or if you guys do listen to the podcast, you guys know I've been trying to – catch a fish and I still, still haven't caught a fish, but, uh, we've been going to new, some new spots and trying to try out some new techniques. Um, just trying to keep our distance between people still. Uh, that's been the tough part. Uh, you know, since, since the pandemic start, started, started, I, I felt like, uh, people haven't taken it serious, uh, then I don't think people are going to be taking it serious now, especially when I I feel like I, I don't know why I keep talking about it, but especially when I feel like, you know, the government all of a sudden is just making it acceptable, you know? They're, they're, they're changing these policies really quick without even knowing um, if they're doing the right thing, and it took them a while to get to where they were in the first place, so and now it's it's quick to, to come out of these. Um and and I'm just I'm just skeptical about it all. Um and I think everybody should be I think everybody should question everything. Um you know, you gotta do your research, you gotta do your you gotta do your uh your own investigation work. Um make a decision for yourself. And th- and that's what's been hard is seeing the media, how they've been uh, left and right with it. But with with the with our fishing situation, just trying to just, you know, get out there, enjoy the sun. Um, our symptoms, my wife's symptoms haven't been showing the last couple of days, so we might try our luck again this weekend. Um, and that's going to be, of course, once we get a negative uh, result on, on the COVID test. Um, so... You know, just really anxious to get outdoors get at, get back out there. Um, and we haven't been going out. And that, that that's my point is really just we've been to ourselves and, and we're still living, you know, throughout this pandemic and having to deal with it with the public. And that's the hard part is, like, you know, we work with the public. My wife works with the public. I work with the public. We, we're both in the service sector. And trying to get out of there literally is going to be the tough part. Uh, just, the, just the insurance part is going to be the, 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 tough part because insurance right now is definitely expensive. Um, and to, to cover both of my wife and I, it's going to take, uh, take, take some, some uh, financial burden, you know, it's, it's, it's tough when you have, you're going to have to pay for insurance for two people. But <clears throat> I feel like we can do it. I feel like, you know, if it's in our destiny and, it, and if we try hard enough, we could get out of there. And, you know, who knows exactly when, but definitely we're going to start trying to, to make a process to really um, push for a uh, a different type of lifestyle. You know, we we really want to get back to normal, but normal for us is going to be when we're not where we are. Um, Where we were, you know, uh, 10 years ago, it's a lot different situation. Didn't have to live with this pandemic. Didn't have to live with, you know, what ifs. And now we kind of have to, and now we have to take the precaution of, you know, is our health a uh, uh, priority, you know, and, and that's where I know I am, especially when I think of how uh, this this pandemic started and how this pandemic has been going and just how the public has been per- perceived, you know, perceiving. And it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough road and knowing that you're around people that, you know, some believe that it's a crisis and then you got some that don't believe that it's in a crisis so it's a confusing time in the world and it's a confusing time for us um i just hope everybody else is thinking about these you know issues um and but at the same time you still got to go with your day-to-day you still have to be able to uh live uh, freely um But I think you you still got to take all those precautions. But besides that, we've been really, you know, getting in the garden. Uh, We've been seeing a lot of progress in our tomatoes. Uh, We had some cherry tomatoes coming in looking really, really nice. We saw them change colors throughout the week. Uh, that warm, warm weather right now pushing in is really doing it some good. Uh, we're gonna have to start moving the the plants around to try to find the best uh, sun. Because uh, once it hits around three thirty to six six thirty ish, that sun is definitely beaming on them and and. Causing them to wilt a little bit, uh, throughout that 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 those couple hours. So we're gonna have to find a good place for them. Uh, that way they don't get hit by that by that direct heat or direct sun. Uh, but besides that, our pumpkins have been coming out very well. Our watermelons are just looking really nice. Um, we just transplanted a bunch of uh, morning glories that. We've started to send seedlings, and if you don't know what morning glory morning glories look like, um, they're just like they're viney. They kind of uh, they 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 grow literally if they they attach to each other. If you don't have something that it climbs up, um, so I definitely had to get some bamboo sticks to to let the vines grow up. Uh, we ended up growing some tomatillos. Uh, we were trying out some different herbs, some chives. Some cilantro, and I think we got oregano going. Um, I I started uh, some strawberries. I, I've been trying to grow strawberries, but the strawberries have not sprouted for me. That was one one uh one fruit that I was I have been having trouble growing, and I've been watching TikTok, and they just say throw the little pill in there, and then it should grow. If you just you know plant the seeds from an actual a strawberry that will grow I've tried it all and and we I have had no luck so I asked my wife can you try try them out and so she's trying a new method she's hoping that like a greenhouse method might might work so we're just been experimenting trying to find a, a method for us to really do it to grow and and get these uh seedlings sprouted pretty quickly um I've been really excited with how the garden's been looking. Uh, we have tons, tons of peppers. We have tomatoes. Uh, we have cucumber, not cucumber, uh, Italian squash. We have yellow squash. Um, I, I I really hope that we could get a good yield on our, on all of it. Um, especially the squash because the squash to me is my fa- is one of my favorite vegetables. I don't even know if it's a vegetable, but uh, it, it's definitely beautiful right now. It has yellow uh, flowers that bloom every morning. So when you come out there and you water it, it definitely is is a sight to see. Um, especially my eggplant right now has uh, probably like 10 different flowers that that actually Sprouted, and I'm I'm wondering if I'm going to get a big yield on that on that eggplant. I started watering it differently, um, taking care of the roots, um, and really just keeping it moist because they need a lot of water, but also a lot of sun. Uh, But I I moved my eggplant from uh, getting full sun all day uh, now to getting only. Probably about eight eight hours of sun all day, um, and she she once I did that she started going. So I'm I'm excited to see exactly what I'm gonna get from my eggplant. Um, we have a bunch going on. I mean, it, it's it's incredible to see the progress we've made in the in the garden. Um, we got some lettuce going that I'm gonna need a clip in the next couple of days. Uh, it looks really, really nice and full now. Just a lot of things that we, we've been doing in the garden that has been really impressing me, just taking the chances and really trying to find our method of uh, what works. And this week, we've also been listening to a lot of different music. Um, and this week I wanted to review, uh, J. Cole's newest album, uh, The Off Season. And a lot of people have been getting him a lot of flack for uh, actually, you know, turning professional uh, basketball player. Um, And this album also goes, I think, goes along with his um, life right now, you know. And and it's a good, I think it's a good album. Um, A lot of people, I feel like, had mixed views on it. Um, But J. Cole always had different style of music. He never he never made music anybody else. Um and this is no this is no different than all of his other um other albums. Uh but I definitely think, you know, uh when it comes to him playing professional ball right now, I definitely respect it. Um I don't think that he's taking uh, an opportunity from somebody. You know, I think that's what the biggest argument right now is and I, I think people, you know, have too much judgment. Um, I think when it comes to somebody that's been playing ball, I know I've been playing ball. Um, it didn't happen when you're younger and you get the opportunity to, uh, to do it. I think you take that opportunity, um, especially when you're good enough to play on a team um, as professionally then you're, you're good enough to play with with, with professionals you know um, I just think people have too much judgment, especially nowadays when it comes to I just feel like you got to be perfect and and everybody uh, kind of plays that in society. you know everybody kind of has a, a judgment of uh, of what people are doing and to me it's like Jay Cole. Is one of those artists that that has really uh, put himself out there. He um, kind of made his style his own and made it popular, you know. Uh, but my favorite my favorite songs off off the off season his newest album is "My Life," uh, and that features Twenty One Savage and Murray. And then uh, I like "Pride." Pride is the Pride is the devil, um, and that's featuring uh, little baby, and then uh, his uh, his song called Amari, uh, which is to me my favorite song off the album. Um, a lot of people are are taking this album and comparing it to his other material. Uh, to me, I think this stands alone. I th- I don't think it's a classic just yet. Uh, I still got to listen to it a little bit more. Uh, but I got to say that most of this album is is, uh, is well put together. Um, it doesn't surprise me when it comes to J. Cole. He definitely has a, a good style. Um, not necessarily my favorite style, but um, he's definitely one of the best artists that, that is going right now. Um, you can't lose uh, to check out this album, The Off Season. Um, so many good songs. I'll just say that to choose only a few is is definitely hard, but, uh, give it a try, you know, check it out on Spotify, check it out on all your, um, music, uh, apps, you know, uh, to me, the best album that I've heard from J Cole is definitely, you know, I feel it's controversial. Uh, but definitely Forest Hill Drive is one of mine, uh, but his, his earlier stuff like, um, uh, Born Center, Born Center to me was probably one of my favorite albums from him. Uh, Forest Hills, uh, Drive, like I said, um, there's a bunch, you know, check, check out his, all of his, uh, material. But not only have we been, uh, listening to music, but we've been watching, uh, some new shows, and this week I want to talk about uh, a new docu-series on Netflix that uh, really intrigued me. Um, it's called High on the Hog, How African-American Cuisine uh, Changed, you know, basically the world. Um, to me, this was a, a, a movie that, or or, or a, docu- a documentary that really intrigued me about um, how the the pig is used in uh, American cuisine. And this is something that I think we, we really have to pay attention to. Um, black food is definitely American food. And a lot of American food is taken from a different cultures um, and made into their own. Uh, but black, like I said, black food is definitely American food. And in this, uh, docuseries, you see chef and writer Stefan uh, Statterfield. Uh, he traces the steps from Africa all the way to, to America and eventually to Texas. Um, and going through each, you know, country, each state, each, um, city, uh, village, whatever you want to say, um, each community, you really get, um, to understand, um, a lot about African cuisine and how African cuisine has a lot to do with soul food that we eat today at, uh, down South cooking. Um, I definitely suggest you guys checking out this, this docu-series, um, I have not finished it yet. We're on, uh, I think we're on episode four. Yeah, we're on episode four. Uh, We've learned already about uh, the rice and how the rice uh, thrived in the South and and kind of made its own uh, commerce um, and how the African-Americans played part in transforming the South into these rice plantations. Um, they've, they've said that um, that kind of feat was uh, compared to the Egyptians making the pyramids. Um, there's a lot of history that is to be learned in this, in this show. Not only do they uh, teach you the history, but they teach you the history behind the food and how the food is uh, part of uh, a culture that, um, you know, dates back thousands of years, you know, they make these connections, and it, it intrigues me throughout the whole, the whole docu series, you know. And how much I I am in culture shock when I watch this show. It amazes me because uh, it it really it really uh, gives you um, some great impactful information that you really start thinking about, and you really start uh, seeing and and understanding. Um, so I definitely and highly suggest you guys watching this uh, docu docu series, High on the Hog: How African American Cuisine Transformed America, and I feel like transformed the world. That's why I said transformed the world, because um, it you know it was so sought after all the rice that these Africans uh, knew how to make and how great of quality the rice was. You know, people from China, people from all over, all over, and and to to not know that in the history books and not to know that, you know, throughout time, it really is a punishment to us, uh, and and to know that, you know, we have uh, so much history when it comes to uh, af- African American or Black culture, you know, and and we we take instead of give back and really. Uh, Give recognition to these people, so I highly suggest you guys watch it. Um, It's definitely changed my perception on some of the foods that I've been eating and some of the foods that you know maybe I my culture has in common with African culture. So definitely take a look at it. Um, Let me know what you guys think. Now let's talk about some of these unknown fires that has been happening in Fresno lately, Um, and some of the causes have been really, really kind of weird. Um, Some of them actually not even to be determined. Uh, But one of them happened actually yesterday um, on Chestnut Avenue near Holland Avenue. Um, And the fire department described it as unsurvivable conditions. Um, These intense flames actually took a life um, after a flood of 911 calls, uh, firefighters arrived, um, and someone actually was trapped inside. Um, they, they attempted to, to, uh, make an entry to save the, the person, uh, but the firefighter was burned. Um, and it's just sad, you know, to know that that firefighter was not able to get to that person. Um, But, but they said that's how much heat was coming from this building that, you know, um, if, if, if they would have tried to save that person, they probably would have died as well. Um, The, they said that the roof collapsed uh, on this, on this building. uh, And honestly could have been a lot worse. So, I'm glad that, you know, the, the the crew actually was able to get to the firefighter that was on the roof. Um, it, it was quick action from the firefighters. And I got to say, you know, there's been multiple fires that I've been noticing throughout the whole Fresno area. Uh, not only in this neighborhood, but also uh, around my neighborhood. Um, not too far away, uh, Fryan is down the way um, on old Friday we ended up uh, hearing a bunch of uh, ambulances and cars uh, police cars driving past our, our, our house um, knowing that there was something really r- wrong especially the smell you could smell the the, 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 the fire burning you know the the building. And you feel, and you can you can smell the, the the materials, and we didn't know exactly the damage, uh, but we drove by there the other day, and it was, you could see it from the from the from the uh, front Road. You could see the building, you could see the damage that it did to uh, some of the property, especially across the street. You could tell that you know the the fire. Uh, with the wind took off the opposite way. Uh, so they were to be able to salvage a little bit of the building, but then the, it looked like the fire jumped and, uh, ended up going across the street from the, that building. So it's really, really a weird time. Um, th- those are just a couple that I've heard about. Uh, there's another one that, uh, a commercial building caught fire. Um, and this is, you know, the summertime, this is the, the time of year where uh, fires uh, are are huge. Um, but it happened on Orange and California Avenue. Um, there wasn't very many details because uh, the fire is actually under investigation. But I, I feel like a lot of pe- a lot of this is uh, people are setting them themselves. And it's, it's I don't think every instance it is, but. This, for for, for um, Fresno, it, it's been happening an awful lot. Um, I also saw an apartment complex right there on 1st and Bullard that had 10 cars set on fire. Um, I'm not too sure if that was um, a person did that or exactly what happened there, but this has been a trend that I've been seeing in Fresno. Uh, I know it was a trend down south for a while where people would start... Uh, these commercial buildings on fire. Um, I'm not too sure if it's an insurance thing or whatever it is, but definitely got to pay attention to it. Now let's talk about some local music that I uh, love to support. Uh, this week, I've been looking out for some uh, some new local music that uh, really pays homage to the city. And this week, I, I actually found the perfect uh, album. Um, it's called dct which is dreams come true um and this is an actual compilation album that i think everybody should be uh getting on board with um with some with some familiar names you know which which is awesome uh but this is the first time i've actually heard of dreams come true um and actually i was a fan of this of this uh, compilation album um some of my favorite songs off this album was uh, "Who's Gonna Ride," and that's uh, featuring Dreams Come True and uh, Carl Armada. Uh, that's an actual somebody that's real known here in Fresno and actual uh, actually Arrow Young, who we've actually reviewed before on the on the podcast. Um, the next song that I want to talk about is uh, Rhyme Like Mine, or Rhyme Like, and it's uh, featuring Deja. She's a female artist that, to me, female artists don't get enough recognition to be that that dope, and she is one of those female artists that I'm going to have to start paying more attention to, definitely going to be listening to a lot more music from these artists uh, that I'm paying uh, respects to. Uh, But the next song I want to talk about is On The Block, uh, and this features Dream Come True, uh, Paisa God, uh, Deja, and an artist named Gage. And some of these artists are new to me, uh, but definitely Paisa God, we know that Paisa God is a a well-known artist here in Fresno, California. Uh, and, and we got to keep continuing to support our, our artists. Uh, definitely when it comes uh, in a package like this, when you get to hear an array of artists and um, collabor- collaborating with each other as well, which is awesome to see. Uh, make sure you guys check out Dreams Come True, the album on Spotify, on YouTube. Uh, they have it everywhere streaming. So make sure you guys check check it out and make sure you guys support all your local music. Now let's talk about our local sports. And this week, our Diamond Dogs are back in action. Um, the record is 19-23. and 23. Um, In conference, day, they're 15-16, and 16, and they're actually on a, a two-game winning streak. Uh, this week, or la- I should say last week, uh, they defeated... Um, UNLV two to three in their series. Uh, the first game they lost two to thirteen, and then the next game they won six to four, and then their third game they won twelve to two in seven innings. Uh, this week they'll be taking on Air Force um, it, at in Colorado. Uh, their first game starts uh, May twenty eighth on Friday uh, at eleven a.m., and then their uh, second game will be uh, right after uh, on Friday at 2.30 p.m., and then the third game will be Saturday at 10 a.m. And I think you can actually listen to all the games on uh, 9.40 a.m. East ESPN, so make sure you guys are supporting your uh, Fresno State Diamond Dogs. Now let's talk about our Fresno State softball team, who's 37-12. and 12. Uh, Their conference record is 20-4. and four. Uh, they're actually on a two-game losing streak. Um, they lost against um, Minnesota and UCLA, uh, but this was for the regionals. Um, the first game they played Minnesota. They they beat them three to zero. Uh, the second game they played UCLA and they lost four to five in the eighth inning. And then. Um, on set, on saturday they lost 3 to 6 um it's tough it's a tough uh it's a tough way to lose um our softball team had a great season uh i just hope that you know they continue to to uh to fight when it comes to these uh games um you know it ends the 2021 season um, in the in the uh, Los Angeles regional finals, um, they they suffered the two losses, uh, but they were eliminated. I got to you know just that's how it goes, you know. Um, you got to play the game. You gotta you gotta go through the motions, and if you're not the one on top, you know you 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 gotta make it. Uh, you gotta make it. You're all leaving on the on the field, which I think. Uh, these ladies did. And it was it was awesome to cover them throughout uh, their 2021 season. I can't wait till next season. So make sure we continue to support uh, our softball teams, our baseball teams, um, and we'll be looking for our next Fresno State uh, sport to start soon. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies, who has been uh, three and three throughout the week. Uh, they took on uh, the San Jose Giants last week um and they won uh their first game well it started last week dur- throughout the middle of the week but um they they played uh the Giants on the weekend they they actually tied three uh, three for the series on Friday they won 10 to zero on Saturday they lost four to five on Sunday uh they lost four to six. This week, they play Inland Empire, uh, which they started uh, yesterday, and they won 5-4. to four, And then they'll be playing throughout the weekend until uh, Sunday, May 30th. Uh, and they'll be playing on the road this week, so there's no big, big home games. Um, just make sure you guys stay tuned for uh, more for more games as we carry on the season. I know uh, the Grizzlies will be holding their first uh, full capacity game this uh, coming up soon, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, but I want to thank you guys for pushing play. Also, support the podcast every week. You guys can find us every Thursday. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, definitely email me at uh, theblaze.com podcast559 at gmail.com for any feedback and also for any questions that you guys might have. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you guys are supporting all your local artists and make sure you guys are supporting all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda signing off episode 118.